Hello, my lovely people. This is a beautiful morning, and I sing the words of Jim Reeves with Tanky. I sing it every morning, looking through the windows and going and doing my morning routines. You can Google him and do the same. Indeed, life is intentional. Life is fulfilling, and when you sing his song, it sets your day. So when I say life is intentional or life is thrilling, it gives you some joy, it gives you some happiness. And let us do this activity. I want you to smile, 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 and let it turn into laughter. Laughter expands and frowning contracts. And we have less than a minute to do this. I'm doing mine here. I'm doing mine here. Just smile, 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 and let it turn into laughter. Laughter expands and frowning contracts. <laughs> I love smiling. I love smiling a lot, and I love, I love laughing a lot. Some people, they are just unapproachable. You don't know what you've done to them, but they just don't like you. You must listen to your intuitions to see those you connect with. Some people, the, those you connect with, you can talk to them as if you met them since time in memory. You can see somebody that is as if you met the person time in memory. You can talk and talk, and some others too. You don't know what you've even done to the person, but the person just doesn't like you. You don't connect with that person. We are more than flesh and blood. So with such people, leave them. Let them be alone. But don't force yourself on them. No. Some people, they want to please everybody. Don't do that. We are more than flesh and blood. And we connect in the spirit more than in the human form. So when you see people like that, just be respectful. I hope by now you've all smiled and turned in, into laughter. Great peace, great joy, fills and overshadows me. It's not always a joy, but an honor to serve my people, sons and daughters of Africa and humanity at large. You agree with me when I say this is a day or night the Lord has made, depending on the country you are listening to me from. We have every reason to rejoice and be glad in it. I continue to heal the world from negativity and all sorts. I radiate peace, love, and light to all. It is Thursday, July 28, 2020, uh, 2022. July 28th. It is Thursday, yeah. July 28th. 28, 2022, in my world in Ontario, Canada. My world is always full of joyous activities, unbroken progress, and great expectancy. I create my own realities. All of it, not some of it. All of it. I live my life from within to the without. I am in the world, but I'm not of the world at all. I work with my intuition. That is a still small voice of God only. I'm a lady of gratitude that has led the whole world join me to say, Thank you, Father. Thank you, infinite intelligence in the universe. 
Finally, the enlightenment, truth and light has reached my beloved continent, Africa. I love my people. I love them dearly. Africa is no longer that continent. We found the truth and we are practicing the truth in every nook and corner of our lives. I see it in my imagination all the time and I'm very much aware. If I can see it in my mind, I can definitely hold it in my hands. If I'm very much aware that if I can see it in my mind, I can definitely hold it in my hands. It's just so wonderful, amazing, and beautiful. My dearly beloved, let us imagine in our minds that we are friends sitting in a garden, perhaps the Garden of Eden, admiring God's beauty and nature as God works through me to talk to you and the world on the topic. I love beauty. It ignites the light in me. You have your own self to blame if you don't take lessons from today's topic. So the topic for today is religion and spirituality. Which way do you go in this crucial time? Religion and spirituality. Which way do you go in this spiritual time? In this crucial time? In this crucial time? Which way do you go? Religion and spirituality. Which way do you go? The text for the topic is in John 4, John 4, 23, 24. And it says, Yet the time is coming and has come when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. So the miracle workings of the uh, subconscious mind, which is everyone's spirituality, existed before you and I were born. Before any church or world, even the world existed. The breath of life existed before you and any other religion. The great internal truths and principles of life antedates all religion. I urge you to hold on to this power. This power binds up mental and physical wounds, proclaims liberty and liberty from all sorts of limitation of poverty, failure, misery, lack, frustration, and so on. And I love how Alexander Graham Bell, he puts it, he says, what this power is, I don't know. All I know is that it exists. And if you ask me, Egerlen, what, what power are you talking about? That is the same answer I will give you. I haven't seen this power, but I know that this power exists and that's my spirituality. I'm talking about the power that moves the world, guides the planets in their course, and causes the sun to shine on every one of us, despite the country that you are in, in a developed or developing country. Every morning, it shines on us every morning, and it brings us darkness every evening, and it doesn't feel that before. So the invisible force of formless substance lying dormant in you right now. That is what I'm talking about. As I always emphasize, the titles or names you give to it doesn't matter, but understanding what it is and what it can do for you, it's very crucial. I'm not preaching, but I'm exposing you to your true or real identity, who you really are. You are more than your body. You are more than flesh and blood. The breath of life existed before religion. Get it right. So understand who you are, how you operate, and the reason for the carrying the breath of life. 
self-actualization, self-recognition, or self-awareness. It's very important in our life today. The subconscious mind, which is based on the teachings of spirituality, has been with humanity since time immemorial, but Africans have now discovered it. And it is a major difference between us and other races. It's a major difference between us and other races. As, and as I always emphasize, the differences is, in us is not the color of the skin at all. We got it wrong. We are all expressions of God. The differences in us is the subconscious mind. So my people, when the Bible says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because they've rejected knowledge, I also reject you. The lack of knowledge, understanding, and correct application of the principles of the subconscious mind is a reason for many failures, sicknesses, poverty, lack, and all negativities on the African continent and the world at large. So when the Bible says that, that is what it's talking about. It's your divine and best right to discover the subconscious mind, but not a privilege at all. And I read it. Some I read it that some people kept it as a secret, but they didn't want anybody to know. That is why, in their days, they said it's only the fortunate ones that finds it. But now it's open to humanity, and now the African has found it. All we say is that thank you, Father. Thank you, Infinite Intelligence, for finding it. And I'm very happy we found it. And because nothing can save you, Africa, the world at large. Except the subconscious mind. So when the Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, in Philippians 2 5, it is true. So the hour has come to free the African mind from mental bondage, shackles, and stupidity. We get that, we get caught up in the illusions of the external or third-dimensional world that we practically forget who we really are. When someone passes away, we normally say, may the person's soul rest in perfect peace, right? And that is a real person or identity of the person, the person's spiritual nature. Body, which is the container, deals with the personality. Thus, in God's kingdom, it is the soul that matters. That is the spirituality, not the personality at all. John Randolph Price, in his book Spirituality, said, Our primary purpose in life is not to make money. Listen very well. It's not to make money. It's not to be successful, have great friends, have good relationship, good health and all that. Not at all. All these are the byproducts of something else. A real reason for being on earth or in life, is to heal from the sense of separation and realize our true identities. It is by so doing, we are able to fulfill our sacred path in the universe of our purposes in life. It is by so doing that everything flows to us effortlessly, wonderful abundance, true and ideal relationship, radiant health, joyful living, etc. In fact, the very moment we put First things first, and make the decision to make spiritual uh, to make spiritual life our top priority. Things begin to change for us. So this is the true meaning of Matthew six thirty three. 
And it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. But humanity has turned it round. Religion helped us to turn it round. We won't turn it round again. We found spirituality. So there's a difference between the two. Spirituality is a quality of oneness with the spirit, a divine reality, where the individual experience becomes one with the Father and forms a majority to operate on the creative plane, but not on the competitive plane. Humans are co-creators with God. Each person has been sent on earth to fulfill a mission. Each person has been sent on earth to fulfill a mission. So don't say, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know. I can't say. No, you have been sent on earth to fulfill a mission. There comes a time in your life you have to pause or slow down and ask yourself critical questions. Such as, is this, as, is this all that there is to life? Or you go through an excruciating pain that forces you to think to change direction. The pain gives you a kick out of life to learn. And you begin to ask yourself questions. That is what happened to me. And you ask yourself, who am I? What is my purpose? What am I here for? Where am I going? What at all am I missing with all that I'm doing? When we begin to ask these questions, we begin to explore another reality. It's different with everybody. The world within is connected to the light and the source of all power. So to find freedom is in the light is what every soul has come on earth to learn and experience. The answer to all our struggles is simple. It is the light that sets us free. The answer to all our struggle is simple. It is the light that sets us free. The light within us is silently waiting to be discovered to show us the way back to the divinity, back to our Father. So when an individual discovers the truth and begins to make the journey home, exciting things begin to happen. Things start to be coincidence, luck, chance, suddenly takes a, me, a new meaning of order. Then you can say, this is th the person is on a spiritual path. And that is how the person discovered him or herself. Miracles begin to be expected. Peace and harmony replaces disunity, chaos, and all sorts of negativity. I strongly recommend spirituality to you. I'm an example of what I'm saying. I used to be of the religion, but I'm no more. I'm of the spirituality, and that's what I teach. And I know what I'm saying. Taking control of your thoughts, words, and actions, and emotions, you must always go in one direction. If it calls for singing to the moon, talking to the flowers or nature, or doing something that takes away negative energy and be on a straight line always, regardless, you will do it. And that is a spiritual life. You have the peace of God that passes all understanding. Always being on a spiritual path means you are white as snow wherever you are, especially in the closet where no one is there or watching you. There are men and women of God that are very busy preaching messages of disempowerment and falsehood causing division among family members, friends, 
and the people in the communities and the nations at large. Men and women of God on the African continent have used the name of God to make themselves very important for far too long. And it's about time they stop. Their reign has come to an end. They have put so much fear into the people that these people have become underachievers, always reacting and pointing fingers at people. Majority of people don't even know their point of power. I'm very much aware of what spirituality means to the African or what the African sees spiritual um, spirituality. And that is not what I'm talking about at all. That is not, throw that away. As a matter of fact, the things of the spirit are foolishness to people who are not of the spirit. And you can find that in 1 Corinthians 2.14. 2.14, yeah. The person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but consider, consider them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are descended only to the spirit. These people don't understand anything, but they want to argue. I'm like, you argue with me for what? Matters of this nature, you don't argue. You just obey and comply. It's because their personalities are not awakening to the desires of their souls. They, so they want to argue. You argue with the most powerful force in the universe. Oh my God. Don't do that. You just have to obey. When you meet people like that, you show them something. Show them love, compassion, and patience. And let the people be. Many people forget, forget God as spirit. And it's expected true, true True children to worship him in spirit and in truth. But that is not what Africans are doing at all. Africans are doing something else I don't even have a name for. I'm a spiritual being on a human earthly adventure. I'm also a treasured daughter of God on an important earthly mission. So everyone give me way and let me do my job effectively, efficiently, intelligently and beautifully. For God, but no human being at all. They shouldn't be difficult, should it? Should it? They shouldn't be difficult at all. I'm a spiritual being on a human earthly adventure. I'm also a treasured daughter of God on an earthly important mission. So everyone, give me way and let me do my job. Effectively, efficiently, intelligently and beautiful for God, but no human beings at all. I have a job description I work with. I always tell people, I'm not a source. I lead and guide people to the source. And I know it works. That is why I'm offering it to you. I'm not a source at all. People want to make me the source. But I'm not a source at all. So the subconscious mind teaching is all based on practical faith. And what is faith? Scripture says, the substance of things to hope for, the evidence of things not seen, Another scripture verse says that calling forth things that are not as if they were. To paraphrase Judge Troward, he said, Having seen the end and the trails of accomplishment, you've willed the means to an end. So we always advise that look at your situation. And that is how, when you understand these things, you understand how the world's run. The world runs. Therefore, you live intelligently. So look at your situation as you want it to be, but not as it is. In other words, talk, focus, well, and concentrate on what you want, but not what you don't want. And scripture says the same thing in Philippians 4, 18. 
and um, Philippians 4 8. Philippians 4 8. You don't want sicknesses, lack, and all that. So don't dwell and talk, focus on it. And this, when you do that, this mental attitude takes away fear, worry, stress, agitation, anxiety, depression, going to mental home, and all sorts. It's a matter of time due to your determination and perseverance. You can also decree, declare, or establish your mental premises and call forth things into existence. While the same situation, the same unpleasant situation, whilst others are crying, stressing, worrying, agitating, complaining, blaming, reacting to things, and accusing all others, you are doing something different. It's because you have an understanding of life. God is taught, and our thoughts become things as God works through us. God never created heaven and earth with his bare hands. I thought of this thing when I was a little girl. Where did God start creating heaven? From the developed world or the developing world? No. God, but I couldn't put my thoughts together. And I intentionally repeat certain words so that you get it. Children have gotten it and I'm very happy. God never created heaven and earth with his bare hands, but taught it into being. So you are taught being to whether you like it or not, whether you accept it or not, whether you will believe it or not. You are taught being. That's great mental pictures, mental premises or vision for the popular one of what you want or need of the present situation that you are going through and dwelling there till you get what you want. I always ask people, if you don't want this, what else do you want in this world? It's so easy. Don't face the reality because if you face the reality, it's painful. But create mental pictures of what you want. And why is it difficult for people to do? Those are things that focus, that's what you focus on gets bigger or expands. So focus on what you want all the time. And you will like experience it in your life. And it's important to say that the emotions that we attach to our thoughts become the cosmic glue that creates our realities. It is the truth. The emotions that we attach to our thoughts become the cosmic glue that creates our realities. Again, this mental attitude takes away fear, worry, stress, anxiety, complaints, depression, negative emotions or mental impurities or drugs, running to the mental home, committing suicide and doing all sorts of things. Life is not complicated. Life is not complicated, hard, stressful, agitation, full of agitation and all that. For the individual who wants to put his or thing, who wants to put on his or her thinking cap and be in that right frame of mind to use the truth to discover him or herself. And scripture says it too, you shall know the truth. And the truth will set you free, nothing. So religion is a man-made institution institutionalized system of attitude and beliefs about God that fosters sense of separation. And I know it's you some they, some group of people will be in a different church, then somebody doesn't like what is going on, goes to form another church, goes to form another church, and going on and on. So when you look at the, the African continent, there are so many churches, but they are all empty barrels. One thing I know for sure is God work done in God's way will never lack supply. God's work done in God's way will never lack supply. So I don't understand all the gimmicks and antics played in the house of God at all. 
there are serious consequences for putting fear in the members and using the name of God to extort money from the members. I hear men of God saying the world is coming to an end because of COVID and all that we went through. My dear, it is not true at all. And that is the kind of messages from time in my memory up to now. Many people in the religious faith don't get the right messages. So to them, life is about survival, looting the system, duping people, engaging in manipulation, such as bribery, corruption, and all that. That is why bribery and corruption will never go away on the African continent. Despite all the initiative the government does, because it is deep embedded in the subconscious mind of the Africans. In my language, they say, you know, it's, it's deep in the person. So to the person, to the individual, that is all that he or she knows. To many Africans, they believe if no one is watching them, they can make the figure 300 instead of 30, 400 instead of 40, 50 instead of 500, and vice versa. Their concept of God is that God is a noble, wise man living in disguise. Therefore, nobody sees them, which is very wrong. They are not aware of the invisible presence within them, who is so close to them than their breath and nearer to them than their hands and feet. And they are not in flow with the tide at all, but outflow. Many don't have this concept of the God within at all. Yes. Consent of God is just baseless and wrong. One major difference is between religion and spirituality is that religion is of the outer and spirituality is of the within. So being on a spiritual path doesn't mean you have to have a heavy heart and a sinking feeling of hopelessness. It means lighten up, giggle up, and put more fun in your life. It also means being joyful, cheerful, gleeful, buoyant, buoyant, jubilant, glad, light-hearted, and learning how, learning how to let things die quickly. Learning how to let things go or die quickly, especially those who have hurt you. Living a spiritual life also means doing the best where you are. Especially when nobody is watching you. Doing the best whenever, wherever you are. Helping others at every opportunity you can. And radiating peace, love and light to the difficulties in the world. It also means, I do this a lot. It also means practicing the presence of God wherever you are, under your breath. Even the next person sitting close to you can't even hear. I do it a lot. And I have had so many wonderful successes out of it. In other words, think, contemplate, love, and dwell on Christ itself if you're a Christian. I read a story of a man who practiced the presence of God every day. He had a very good mental attitude at his job. He rose from a servant to a master. Whenever he goes to the job, he does the job with all joy, love, and gladness and blesses all the people. And everybody loved the way he worked. Within a period of time, he rose from a servant to become the master. 
So this is the true meaning of promotion comes from the Lord. Psalm 75 verse 6, it says, For promotion come, cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. God says a good deeds and rewards us. Some people, they think because God is not there, no, nobody is not there. Then what? This is the time to fool around. No. This guy did his job perfectly and blessed the people. And that is how God promoted him. So in the secret is when you do something wonderful and good. The African doesn't have this concept at all. The African steals from himself or herself every day. And his or her subconscious mind creates such circumstances for the individual to experience all the time. One thinks he or she is being smart, but not at all. Within the subconscious mind of that individual, it is registered that there's not enough to go around. Lack, poverty, scarcity. And that is what the individual experience all the time. So the subconscious mind creates such circumstances for the person to experience. Your core self in you and everyone thinks only thoughts of abundance and never lack of limitation. So if you don't know this truth, you will steal from yourself every day by engaging in dishonest, cantankerous, wicked, ill and shady deals. You will engage in manipulation, bribery, corruption. I know some people, their whole life is full of shady deals. Even when they lie, they don't even see or realize it. It's as well embedded in their subconscious mind. Such people have no peace of God that passes understanding. They have eyes, but they can't even see. They have ears, but they can't even hear. There's more to the eyes and ears we have now. We all have. Such people have to take sleeping tablets at least so many times to have a sound sleep. They always have to protect themselves by the guns that they hold. That is why I always emphasize, use the truth to save yourselves by coming in alignment, in sync or in tune with the Spirit of God to open and ask God to open your mental and spiritual eyes to see properly, to hear properly. Otherwise, any wind blows you and dump you anytime. I always throw the question back to the individual. Is what do you want or what are you going to do? I did my work thoroughly. I can't give you what I don't have. That is why I'm able to talk to you. My dear, you are the salt and light of the world. So let people see who you really are. That they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And this attitude is what makes you spiritual. We don't go to church to feel pinky, faggy, and tired. But you go to church to share in God's love. So my question to you is that, or to anybody is that, why say at a church you are not experiencing that? At the end of the day, the Christian, the Muslim, and all, everyone get their prayers answered in spite of the enormous differences among the stated beliefs. How can this be? Have you thought about it? The answer is not because of the particular creed, religion, faith, ritual, ceremony, incantation, but solely because of the person's belief or mental acceptance of which when they pray. The law of life is the law of belief. Belief is just a thought in a person's mind. So as the person thinks, feels, and believes, so it's the conditions and circumstances. Jesus Christ said, is done unto you according to your faith. Dr. Phoenix Quimby stated, 
man is belief expressed. So the law of life is the law of belief. A question that needs to be asked if Jesus descended today, which of the various denominations will he choose to join? Which of the numerous groups of people is he going to adopt? Will he choose the Orthodox, Pentecostals, Charismatics, etc.? If he chooses one, would he berate all the other beliefs and publicly tell others, other denominations, they are condemned sinners and they will perish in hellfire? When are we going to bury our differences that result from separatism? Why do we not see the similarities and likeness if we claim we are worshipping one God? See nature, the brain, the sun, and all things from nature falls on the just and on the unjust. When are we going to evolve to see the oneness instead of duality? When are we going to? When are we going to evolve? When are we going to evolve to see the oneness instead of the duality? William James of Harvard, the famous of the famous and father of uh, the American American psychology in the 1900s said the greatest discovery in their days was the discovery of the subconscious mind. Mankind is a creator of his or her own fortunes and has the power to carve his or her own destiny. In its estimation, most, he said, most people use only 10% of their mental powers with the remaining 90 wasted. Can you imagine? Dr. Joseph Murphy puts it this way. Such people live in a very limited context and that is my people. Such people rely on their conscious, reasoning, analytical, intellectual, or rational mind, which only forms 10% of their human existence. Read Proverbs 3, verse 5, 5 to 7, and you see this is the true meaning of this verse. So such people, they rely on the government, politicians, families, friends, society, and things going around them to fix them or help them towards their goals or dreams. They are anticipators of the ever uh, 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 they of the ever expanding good of the kingdom rather than participators. They took us helpless souls in every situation. To them they are victims of every situation and event. They engage in blame games, self condemnation, self distraction and negative talks all the time. Some even go on to say God doesn't love them. They are too tired of being in the world. People in this category get angry so easily. Petty things of life disturb them so bad that it affects people around them. Such people worry and stress so much that their blood pressure goes up. They get migraines, headaches, or any other negativity of some sort, even though they might they might be so religious. These people have no understanding that what they cannot change or solve, they have no control over. They have to leave it to a higher force or a greater force than using their rational or conscious mind to figure things out. The person of spirituality understands that he or she is made up of the body, soul, and spirit. So if he or she feeds the soul more than the body, he or she knows that when he or she passes away, it is the soul and the spirit that matters. 
he or she understands that he's part of the universal or creative force and its qualities are omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent. The individual understands he or she is on earth to meet challenges so he or she will not run away from them but faces them squarely knowing that there's a force in him or her who created him or her and is more powerful than anyone in the world. He or she understands that what he or she is going through is just temporary and sees it as a learning journey. That individual looks within him or her for revelations by engaging in any of the scientific prayer, that is imagination, visualization, meditation, etc. He or she holds a perfect mental picture of what he or she wants in life by giving the right thoughts no matter the challenges. That individual refuses to let his or her present circumstances weigh him or her down, but sees through all that he or she is going through. But sees through all that he or she is going through. He or she understands that he is the master. He or she is the master of the faith and captain of the soul. So nothing can destabilize him or her or shake his or her equilibrium. In fact, he or she is unconquerable. He or she perfectly understands that God never fails and God cannot fail him or her, however big the situation might be. It doesn't magnify the problem over the he doesn't magnify the problem or the difficulty but raises his consciousness he doesn't blame people or react to things he or she doesn't blame people or react to things at all so when i say a person that's on a spiritual path he thinks and does things in a certain way that's it and it's your divine and birthright to discover this according to robert collier Religion teaches mankind to resign to condition as they are. It teaches, in effect, that God created men poor and some rich, that this in unequal distribution is a perfectly natural thing and that we must not fight against it because it will be made perfect in the next world. Can you imagine? I never believed in that. So, Africans at a point of self-determination and definition had a broad view of religion. In the African traditional religion, God is external to man and is both good and evil. Africans, by this definition, accepted on both the conscious and subconscious level that everything must be accepted as a creation of God through the lesser gods. Africans base their religion in the following. Nothing has to be challenged. Every, every negative or unpleasant situation is from God and the only way to correct it is to pacify the gods. Man or woman has no role in the creating in creating this occurrences. This mindset has been well embedded in the subconscious mind beliefs of the race and handed us to us of today. The coming of the Europeans and the Arabs brought in their versions of religion. With this mindset, we accepted everything as an act of God and never went further to probe the new religions to understand them properly. Everything was accepted without a question. With this trend, one will not be wrong to say Africans are practicing this religion based on their subconscious belief from African traditional African traditional religion. Christianity in particular has been developed has been developed and practiced with the mindset that God is external to mankind. However, there are references in the Bible 
confirming man as the image and likeness of God, and we are one with the Father. So what are we doing? We don't understand what we are doing at all. It is equally true that Africans lack understanding of who we are. And it's all due to over-dependence on man-made rules in the name of religion. Africans being over-religious has not benefited us in any way. The woes of Africans can be traced to our forefathers' understanding of religion and God, whereas the Europeans acknowledging the importance of religion went further to act, stick, and knock at nature. Africans were put to sleep by their self-created religion. Everything was covered in superstition and myth. Again, religion became the medium of instilling fear, and after now, it's, there's instilled fear and apathy in the African child. So the African child grows up and is clueless. A complete contrast with the Europeans. In our generation, the same thing is being played out to us. Christianity in particular is now the medium of breaking families and other social relationships, all in the name of demons and witchcraft. Religion teaches mankind to accept conditions as they are, that God created some to be poor and some to be rich. Religion again said that this in unequal distribution is perfectly natural thing and that we must not fight it because we'll enjoy this in heaven. Napoleon in his days denounced religion for that reason. For that very reason, it was when he came into power that he found religion and re-established the church in France. Religion is an integral part of the culture of Africans. Most people go to church for social benefits, to get help when it comes to wedding, funeral, baby naming, and other social activities. That is why the Bible says that these people worship me with their lips, but their hearts are far away from me. It is not. It is. It is in the good book that on the judgment day people will come to God and ask. Why didn't we cast demons in your name? Didn't we cast demons in your name? And Jesus, they will come to Jesus and ask, didn't we cast demons in your name? And Jesus will say, I don't know you. Count 10 houses on the African continent and you find at least eight, if I'm not exaggerating, who will tell you they are seriously religious. But you look in the life of these people and there's nothing about them that even glorifies God. They are bearing false witnesses of the Father. And that hits me to my core. I've been asking myself these questions all the time. What at all would happen to the African if there was no religion or funerals in their lives? They will add up to numbers. They will add up to occupy space. And many will be energy stackers. My question is, are we enjoying the benefits of this real, um, scripture verses that we've been reading all the time? Just as the misappropriation of gasoline leads to the destruction and, and serious death. In the same way, the misconception of God's idea leads to hardship and even death. If you look at the African, he's religious to the core, but... What are we known on the world stage? Nothing good. The law governing the workings of the the law governing the workings of the gasoline is equally applicable to spiritual matters. Some some people, the to the Christians, some people in the Christian faith, they behave and talk as if the death and resurrection of Christ was simply not enough for them. Oh, it's simply not enough for them. I don't know. To them, 
I don't know whether they are expecting another Savior to die on the cross or what. They grieve the Holy Spirit all the time. By their actions, their utterances, and their behaviors, they grieve the Holy Spirit all the time. And there are serious consequences for grieving the Holy Spirit. If you say, I can't forgive, you can't do this, you can't do that, and that, and talking the negativity all the time. And yet, when it comes to Sunday morning, you are the first person to be in church. You are in fact saying, Christ's death was... Uh, Christ's death on the cross was meaningless to you. And there are serious consequences for that. Get it right. Most Africans blame the cause of their woes to politicians, colonialism, evil spirit, and slavery. As a matter of fact, success or failure comes from within. Anyone who still holds on to the past will never move forward. The only forward, the only way forward is to detach ourselves from issues and things that have happened in the past so we can change it and rather than letting rather than let us focus rather let us focus on building a better continent for ourselves as a matter of fact success of failure comes from within whether we like it or not success success comes to those who are success conscious and failure comes to those who are failure conscious africans are yet to discover this painful truth subconsciously we've accepted poverty and lack as a blessing from god as some people believe that they are all worldly some people in the christian faith believe they are all worldly some people even believe poverty they, they see poverty as a virtue they are waiting to go and enjoy their riches in heaven it is very baffling and surprising that today even the educated African doesn't know that to amass and create wealth is a way of thinking. We are in 2022 and almost Africans still live in this ignorance. Africans are physically strong and I know certain individuals who have worked hard all their lives but they are still very poor. There's a missing link in the life of the African, and that is the power of our thought. The only, for, the only way forward is to change the course, and the effects will be great. For centuries up until now, the whole African continent is brainwashed. Can you imagine? For centuries up until now, the whole African continent has been brainwashed to believe that some able powers or powers that be control our lives. The unfortunate aspect is that there are men and women of God who are very busy preaching this message of disempowerment and falsehood and causing divisions in the family, among friends, in the communities and nations at large. Albert Einstein said it is insanity to do one thing over and over again, over and over, with the same approach and expect different results. To do one thing over and over with the same approach and expect different results. It is now time to flip the coin to learn about spirituality. To realize that we are the cause of whatever good or bad things that happen to us in our lives. There's only one power in this world. It is absolutely your choice either to use the power for good or bad. Therefore, if you don't like what you're experiencing now, you hold the key to your life to be your own savior, redeemer, rescue. Once the cause is dealt with in your mind, the effect will be amazing, pleasing, and wonderful. 
And you can find this in Isaiah 45, 7. I form the light and create darkness. I bring prosperity and create disaster. I, the Lord, I do all these things. This is what the Africans have missed. Unfortunately, despite their religiosity to the core, my dearly beloved, life is not complicated at all. When you know the laws of being and obey them, the laws of being gives you power and dominion over your condition, circumstances, and you have the ability to control all the events and incidents that comes into your life. We are now discovering that we were created. We are now discovering and acknowledging that we were created in the image and likeness of God. Can you imagine that we were not shortchanged at all in life? We are greater than we think. Also, that we were created to be all that we could be if we put all that we were created to be if we put our minds away. If we put our minds away. So there's nothing to worry about. And as I always say, you can be a positive force helping build what is in the organization or community or a negative force tearing it down. Who are you and what are you doing? We are in a time of spirituality. Therefore, I strongly recommend that to you. But I can't force it on you. My duty to you and humanity is to expose you to the truth. And that is what I've just done. And I expect you to use your mind to think, to make a choice from all that I've said. I've no right to force the truth on you at all. That will take your dignity and pride from you as a human being. Again, my duty towards you and others is to open your mental and spiritual eyes for you to make a decision. I have come to realize that a lot of people don't like what is happening in their churches, but they don't want to stop because they are afraid of what people will say. These people are people pleasers. They go to church to please their parents, family members, relatives, pastors, elders, and also, but their hearts are not with the church at all. And I tell these people when they come to me or when they call me that it's a choice they have to make. I don't think for people and make decisions for them. I expose them to truth. I expose them to the truth for them to make their own choice or make their own choices. The Bible says, "Ye shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. But if you're in a church and you're not happy, my question is why continue to stay there? The only thing I can think of is people are full of fear and people are people pleasers, religionists, re religious fundamentalists or churchgoers. Or these people go to church to show their outfits or they have their own motives for going to the church. Going to church is good, but to go to church and be full of negative emotions like grudges, bitterness, gossip, spite and meditate and it's related, put you in a certain bubble and in that way, you are deceiving yourself. You are a religionist. So what choice you make? The erroneous impression that we, when we don't go to church or pay our tithes, you will perish. It's not true at all. It's not true at all. That made me to stop the church I was going through because I was just fed up with the kind of deceit and all that is going on. Read The promises of God and ask yourself whether you are enjoying that and make your own decision. Righteousness is thinking about yourself rightly, your fellow human being rightly in the world, rightly and practicing the presence of God. Because you know that wherever you are, 
God is there. God, God, the three O's, remember. So, no, you practice the presence of God not sometimes, but all the time, under your breath. Even if a person is sitting close to you, you or she can't even hear what you are saying. And that is what I do. So, if you don't go to church, it is perfectly fine with spirituality. Get the difference. Because you have the understanding that God is everywhere, omnipresent. Take off your shoe because wherever you are standing, it's holy. I hear some stories and what goes on in some churches and I'm like, what? Well, it's not my place to judge people at all. But one thing I know for sure, everyone reaps what your Jesus. The law of karma is real in our lives. Action and reaction is real. My perfect mental picture for the African continent for each individual is to develop the burning desire to connect his or her soul back to the Father and seek knowledge of spirituality, which is everyone's divine birthright to know, to be of the within, that is spirituality. All power is from within, but not without, therefore under your control. That is the whole reason for we going through what we went through with COVID-19. It was for humanity to learn this. And it becomes very catastrophic for the individual who fails to learn that. My other perfect mentor, my other perfect mental picture is that the African, yet the time is coming, and now has come when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshippers that for the sick. Not what we are doing now in religion at all. At all. Individuals make up a nation. And a nation makes up a continent. So if we apply the subconscious mind principles very well and correctly, then our continent will be peaceful, free from poverty, crime, diseases, scarcity, lack, and all sorts. And all sorts. And all sorts. And all sorts. Because of time, I can't read all that, that collective prayer and the new consciousness. So, you heard from Eagle Helen. I'm the co-founder of Eagle Mentality Group at TMG. We dedicate ourselves for the teaching and propagation of the subconscious mind. We also believe in diversity. As diversity is a strength of a nation, we accept both the rich and the poor, the educated and uneducated, the downtrodden, the ordinary, the half-nots, the homeless, and everyone to create a new Africa based on the subconscious mind and universal laws and principles. This is Egil Helen Mensah. I'm a child of God and a citizen of the universe. I wish you to my people, sons and daughters of Africa and humanity at large. I give love to humanity and it comes back to me not in million folds, but in billion folds. I wish you all that I wish for myself, myself and all the blessings in the universe, such as joy in your soul, perfect peace that passes all understanding, good health, abundance and much more. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you kindly.